Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking. What right has she to come down here and take him away? She doesn't love him. Couldn't she have found enough fine gentlemen in London to amuse her? I don't believe she's a good woman, and I hate her. Stamps her foot. She shan't have him. She... Bursts into quiet tears, and slipping down on ground, buries her face in chair by the fire. Pause. After a few seconds, Luke Cranbourne appears in door, centre from right. Mike Stratton behind him. Luke pauses on threshold. <coughs> Deborah hastily rises, trying to hide her tears, and stands right. Luke comes forward slowly, followed by Mike at some distance. Luke, after pause, coming forward, right centre. I beg pardon. It, there was nobody about. Are Mrs. Rollett and Mr. Rollett at home? Yes, they are at home. I will go and find them. Crosses to left. Who shall I say it is? Thank you very much, my dear. Would you say Mr. Cranbourne, Mr. Luke Cranbourne, and Mr. Richard Hanningford? Dick Hanningford? Luke, smiling. You know the name. Old Mr. Hanningford's son. Why, we were only speaking of him just this instant, and wondering when he'd come back. To Luke, hesitatingly. Are... are you... No, no, this is Mr. Hanningford. Turns to Mike, who stands awkward and shy, left centre, looking at the ground. Did you know him? Laughs. Oh, I am Miss Deacon, Miss Deborah Deacon. We were schoolfellows, you know. Timidly approaching Mike with outstretched hand. I am very glad to see you, Mr. Mr. Hanningford. Thank you, miss. I'm very pleased to see you. Luke, sitting right. I suppose you hardly recognise our friend. Watches her intently, without her noticing it. Mike has turned away again and looks down, flicking leg with cane. Um, well, he's certainly altered since we used to go to school together, but yes. Examining his face. There's something of the old face left, I think. We only arrived from America last night, travelling hard all the time. Pretty near worked me to death. Dick has... But there, I suppose I should have hurried up pretty smart myself if I had been coming home to a fortune. You are staying in the village, then, I suppose? Yes, we've put up at Colonel Dexter's. My uncle's. 
A slow place. <laughs> a bit better than the inn, apparently. Oh, then you are the... Miss Dexter's cousin that Alan... was... was speaking of? Oh, the young fellow that was there this afternoon. Was that Alan? With a would-be playful laugh. Then who's Alan, then? Alan is Mr. Rowlett. Oh, I wish I'd known that this afternoon. Dick's been dying to see him and his mother all day. I wanted him to wait until the morning, but he would come down tonight. Oh, I'm sure Alan and Aunt will both be delighted. Approaching Mike, who still stands aside and looks down. Won't you be seated, Mr. Hanningford? He makes no sign. Dick? Mike still takes no notice. Luke has risen and crossed with assumed carelessness towards him, and now, from opposite side of him to Deborah, gives him a sharp kick. Mike starts and looks up. Luke, turning away carelessly. Lost in reveries of old scenes, Dick, eh? Miss Deacon is asking you if you won't sit down. Mike, sitting left centre. Oh, I beg your pardon, miss, I'm sure. Oh, thank you, I will. Deborah, going. I shan't be a minute. They're only somewhere about the yard. Exit Deborah, centre door left, stand stage. Luke goes to door left, looks off, closes door, then goes up to door centre, looks off, then closes it. Comes right of Mike, who is left centre. Luke, after waiting an instant, and making sure that no one is about. Try and keep some of your wits about you, Mike, if you don't mind. I don't see the darned good of this part of the trick, so I tell you. I'm afraid we shall have a rough time if your memory doesn't improve. I've explained to you at least half a dozen times that it was as a sort of trial canter that I wanted to come here. If anyone in Devon can tell who is Dick Hanningford and who isn't, it will be these Rollets. If you pass here, you pass anywhere. Well, it's the very place I should have avoided, and for the same reason. The old woman knew Dick Canningford as well as she knows her own son, and I'd rather avoid her. You're bound to meet her sooner or later. Better get it over and know the worst, nor the best. Sixteen years make it a little difficult to tell a man, especially between the age of nine and twenty-five, and you'll like him enough, and always were. And suppose she gets asking questions. Do I remember this? Do I remember that? You know what old women are. Well, you can't be expected to remember all the details of your pinafore days after all this time, and knocking about as you have been. You know all that is necessary for you to know. You knew the old man, and you were in the house, and you knew young Hanningford. Besides, you didn't recollect anything yourself. You recollect what other people recollect. That's all you wanted to do. Mike, rising. I hope we don't make a mess of it. Luke, crossing and laying his hand on Mike's shoulder, turns him to centre. We shan't make a mess of it, don't you? You know what it's for? A hundred thousand pounds apiece. I've done my share of the job. You do yours. Turns right a little. Mike, turning round and facing him. Are you sure you did your share? What do you mean? Are you sure he was dead? 
Luke, after pausing, during which they have looked steadily at each other, turning away left. Well, the bullet went in above his ear because I examined the wound, and his body went over a two-hundred-foot precipice. That I could also take an affidavit to, only I'd rather not. Turning round and facing Mike again. What makes you doubt it? I don't know. Nothing. The idea occurred to me, that's all. Don't you drink so much, and you won't have so many ideas. After a pause, during which he seems troubled, shaking it off with an effort. Have you got the letters with you? It will look well to take them out casually while talking. Sits on table. Mike, taking them out of his breast pocket and holding them in his hand. Yes, here they are, all right. Bah! With a shudder. I always see his face when I look on the darn things. I... Mrs. Rollett, without. Dick Hanningford! Dick Hanningford, my boy! Mike drops suddenly in sitting posture on sofa left. Ah! Luke works round at back and drops down left. Enter Mrs. Rollett excitedly, followed at a little distance by Alan and Deborah from centre. Alan and Deborah remain up, Rachel from door down left. Mrs. Rollett, coming down towards Mike. What, Dick, my boy, where be thee? Sees Mike on sofa, making towards him. Ah, there thee be. I thought I'd know thee again, though thee were only knickerbockers when I last saw ye. Tain't thy fault thy father were a bit stingy. Come and give us a hug, lad. Lord love us. She is just in front of him, begins to speak in a bewildered, hesitating manner, in tones gradually dying away to an awed whisper, as she slowly, step by step, backs from him. How, how you've grown, Dick, Dick Hanningford, what? Stands staring at him, a strange, awed silence prevails. Deborah advancing. Aunt. Mrs. Rollett, motioning her back with her arm, but not turning. Keep back, child, don't come near. Luke is near Mike, down centre. Alan, springing forward. Mother, what's the matter? The man's dead. Luke, stepping forward. Dead? Mr. Pertwee who has entered centre, followed by Ichabod and Rachel, left. He goes quietly up to Mike, and lays his hand on his heart, and bends over him earnestly, and it is a few seconds before he speaks. Heart disease, I suppose. My letter in his hand. It's an ill wind that blows nobody any good. Turns and feels Mike's heart once again, then quietly turns away to Alan. He stood between you and two hundred thousand pounds. You are now old Hanningford's heir. I? Alan! Luke took corpse of Mike, aside as he crosses to back. Curse you! Medium Curtain End of Act One